Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business and leadership because Big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast. Today's topic is leadership. I'm a hiring and leadership coach, so I'm talking to my clients about it all the time. And in particular, one of the big things that I teach my clients is how to step up as a CEO, and how to step up into powerful, graceful leadership. And that's what today's episode is going to be. What does a powerful and graceful leader look like? How do you need to act and react to be both powerful and graceful? And what I'm hoping is that you're going to be able to listen and take away one or two action steps or things that you can start thinking about consciously doing differently to elevate the way you're leading your team in 2023. So I want to talk first of all and define for you two terms. So you're going to hear me talking about leadership in two ways today. So the first one is authentic leadership. Now I have a six pillar coaching framework, which is how I coach my clients and a very clear framework teaching them how to not only hire great people, but lead them in a way that's really inspiring and motivating to the team, but more importantly, really effective for you as a leader. And the first pillar in that six pillar framework is this concept of authentic leadership. Now, authentic leadership, let me share it with you. Let me define it for you. Leadership is doing the things that you need to do to steer your business to ultimately achieve your goals. So there's quite a few bits in there that we can break down. It's you leading, you taking actions that you need to, you acting in a certain way to guide the business to achieve your goals as the CEO. So then what is authentic leadership? Authentic leadership is doing that in a way that feels really great to you, that feels aligned, where you feel proud of yourself, where you think and reflect back on situations that you found yourself in and you think, I reacted quite well, I handled that well, even when there was a lesson in there and it may not have been perfect. So that's what authentic leadership is. And tapping into yourself, it's a lot of looking in the mirror, it's peeling back the layers, It's getting rid of any of the stories and the shoulds and the things that have probably been layered on you from previous jobs and previous bosses and actually getting quiet with what do I want leadership to look like and feel like for me? How do I want my team to be operating? How do I want them to be interacting with me? Is it in person? Is it online? Is it lots of times a week? Is it just once a week? Do I want somebody to come really prepped to meetings? Do I want them to like you know, work things out on the fly with me? Do I want people to help me get all my crazy ideas out of my head? Do I want people to bring ideas to me to choose from? You know, really digging into how do I want people to behave 
and what do I need people to do so that I don't feel triggered and I feel like the most powerful CEO version of myself. That's what authentic leadership is. So that's what we work on or that's what I work on with my clients as the first pillar in my programs. Now, there's authentic leadership and that is, as I said, stripping back the shoulds, getting in touch with what you want and need to grow a business of your dreams and living a life of your dreams. So that's authentic leadership. And one of the things that most of my clients and so many of my entrepreneurial friends find challenging is leading and acting in a way that feels great and gets what you want, gets what you need. And that's why I teach and talk to my clients about what I call powerful and graceful leadership. And I want to share with you today what a powerful and graceful leader looks like and what it doesn't look like. Now, it's really normal for most entrepreneurs to find the shift into leadership, the shift into CEO challenging. Many people that I speak to, you know, clients, friends, don't even necessarily view themselves as a leader in the first few years. It's really common to almost think of yourself as an entrepreneur with people helping you or supporting you. And, you know, so there's lots of things required to sort of even just shift into thinking of yourself as a leader. You know, there's some mindset work. There's some, and often there's some peeling back of some shoulds and some stories from the past. So most people find that tricky. So if you're listening to this and you're finding it tricky, or it's not as easy as what you thought, or maybe you've been a leader in corporate and somehow this feels different, like all of that's totally normal. It's part of the entrepreneurial journey. And there's certain ways that I see a lot of people acting in that slightly messy transition to leadership, which is really common. So let me share some of those ways with you. And then share with you what a powerful, graceful leader does and how she operates so you can sort of see the difference. So what's really common and what I see all the time is leaders who are really involved. So they're kind of handing over work or they're trying to hand over work, but they're not really handing it over because they're double checking and shadowing everything. So if you've ever sat there and wondered, oh, maybe I should just do this myself because I'm so involved, then that's you. It's one of, actually, it's one of the most common styles or behaviors that I see in people transitioning into CEO leadership role. And often it's a result of a desire to be in control, to make sure that nothing's going to break, to hold on to the way that you've done things in the past. And it's not necessarily wrong, but unless it's getting you the result you're after, it's not necessarily effective. Typically, the reason we hire people is to free up our time to be able to go and focus on something else. So when we're too involved in the activity that somebody's doing, it doesn't meet that purpose. So one of the other really common traits or behaviors that I see is vague leadership. And that's where you talk in high level idea type of mode And either don't drop down into the details or pretend to not really care about the details, preferring to talk in general idea terms, but ending up feeling disappointed with the results. So disappointed with whatever it is that your team produces for you because it's not quite what you had in mind. So that kind of vague type of leadership is also really common. 
And the reason I see that happening is often it's a, lots of time constraints. It's a preference to stay in that, you know, slightly more fun, visionary ideation stage. And it's a almost a resistance to dropping into detail, to giving clarity because you're not quite sure what success looks like. So that's something else that's really, really common. So if you're finding that you're launching a project or delegating a project or asking your team to run off and do things and it's always coming back like it's totally missing the mark or it's off on a tangent or they've got it wrong, then it could well be that you're acting in that vague leadership way. So I'm going to share with you two more that are really common. And I've got a list of eight leadership traits, which are common, but I'm just sharing with you four today. So another one that's really common is the guilty leader. And that is when you feel bad for handing over work to somebody else and loading up other people. So when you take on too much concern for its effect on them. Now, don't get me wrong. You should definitely have some concern for somebody's workload. Absolutely. But when, if you're at that point where you're like, I'll hold this work myself so I'm just as busy as, if not the busiest on the team, and that person seems busy, so even though this is technically their job, I'll do it to help them, that is often from a place of guilt and uncertainty about really like handing responsibility, empowering the person, and to a certain extent, doubt as to whether they can cope with it. And often what I see is that this results in you as the owner, as the entrepreneur, as the bottleneck, because you're loading yourself up too much, you're not handing over enough, and ultimately it causes a bottleneck in the business. So if you're sitting there thinking, yeah, the team is waiting on me for a lot of things, then that may be something that you're doing. And then the last one that I want to share with you, which is a common transitional leadership style that I see is the mini-me leader. And that is the person who would prefer and wants everybody on the team to be like them. And they have an expectation that people think like them, act like them, and will do things in a really specific way to replicate what they've done in the past. And this is interesting because I totally get it. It's linked to safety and, you know, knowing that the way you did things worked and therefore wanting it done a specific way in the future to have control, to make sure. And sure, in some instances, asking somebody to do something in a really specific way and not deviate from it is absolutely perfect, but it's not appropriate across the board. And often when we're in this transitionary period, shifting, really trying to elevate into that CEO role and, you know, be a leader and let go of things, it's really common to sort of just be looking for mini-me's, be expecting somebody to be a mini-me, and then feeling disappointed when they haven't. And the challenge there is to shift from being attached to how something's done and reattach and put new success on the outcome of what you're asking the person to do. So that's just four common transitionary leadership behaviors that you may be acting or you may have, when you reflect, realize that you've done in the past. So as I said in the beginning, authentic leadership is 
leading your business, making the decisions, doing the things to achieve business goals. And authentic leadership is doing all of that in a way that feels really great to you. Now, often when we're in this transitionary stage and we're behaving as an involved leader or a mini-me leader or a guilty leader or a vague leader, then we're not getting what we want from our team. So although we may be leading in the best way we know how, it's not necessarily effective. So I want to talk now about powerful, graceful leadership. Now, there's a really conscious and intentional reason why I put those two words together, powerful and graceful, is because lots of people have a negative, associate a negative connotation with the word power, like it's wrong, like it's being a bitch, like it's being a mean boss, like it's dictating or dominating. Sure, you may have experienced somebody who misused power in the past, which may, it's really common, overlays our thoughts around that word power, which is why I put powerful, graceful together when I talk to my clients about stepping up as CEOs in their business. And I teach them how to be powerful and graceful leaders and lead in a way that feels authentic to them. Because you can be powerful and graceful at the same time. And by my definition, powerful meaning you're getting what you need done, you're effective, your business is moving forward, you can see you know, momentum and tangible leaps towards your business goals and graceful in that it feels really great to you. It feels smooth. You feel in flow. You feel a synergy and a flow between yourself and your team. You know, there's a positive energy both ways. So I really want to encourage you to think about that language of powerful, graceful leadership. And if it lands with you, and it certainly lands with all my clients, then borrow it, grab it and lean into stepping up as a leader and acting in a powerful and graceful way. And now I want to share with you the way powerful, graceful leaders operate. So the first thing that they do is they empower their team through clarity. So they set great expectations, they have clear conversations, and they're transparent in what they require and what success looks like for anybody on their team. They have those transparent conversations when things aren't quite going to plan. They openly talk about feedback in a balanced, neutral way. They discuss mistakes and let them be what they are, a mistake, a tangent that needs to be corrected, a conversation that needs to be had. And they always look for the lessons. Powerful, graceful leadership is about asking for what you truly want and working out how to get it in a way that is mutually beneficial to both people in the relationship. It's not holding on too tightly to any one person and letting people go gracefully when that's the right thing for them, for you and for the business. And finally, it's building systems so your people can work within your systems and people working within your systems creates sustainability in your business, which supports you to be emotionally neutral and feel emotionally safe, as opposed to holding on tight to people 
who are the systems that keep your business going. And when you think of your people as the system and you hold on tight and you think, gosh, if they left, this would be really stressful or I don't ever want to be that, then you can already feel the unstable emotions that come with holding on tight. So powerful, graceful leaders, I'll run through that again. They empower through clarity, they have transparent conversations, they discuss mistakes, they look for lessons, they ask for what they truly want, they look for and they try to establish mutually beneficial relationships, they don't hold on too tight to their people and they gracefully let people go when they need to and they build systems so that people can come and go and things can happen in the business and no one's being held on too tight and we're not having those big emotional reactions to situations that will come up. I want to ask you to take a moment to reflect. Is this how you're acting? Are you being the best leadership version of yourself that you'd like to be? And can you just choose one of those characteristics that I've talked about, one of these ways that I've talked about a powerful and graceful leader acts and reacts, can you just choose one to work on and maybe reflect on a recent situation or something that's happened with a team member or something maybe that you're in at the moment and just take a moment to reflect and think, did I act and react in the way I'd like to and how could I have done better? And which of these can I choose to work on? And maybe you choose clarity. That's a really great starting point. How can I be more clear? How can I set better expectations? How can I pause and put space around conversations to allow somebody else to get more clarity? Or maybe you want to work on having more transparent conversations and you can just choose that one for the next three months. I'm going to work on being more transparent, giving great feedback, offering it in a balanced way. Maybe if there are a lot of mistakes happening in your business at the moment, you want to choose discussing mistakes and looking for the lessons. Maybe it's about going, okay, I'm going to shift from being furious to being curious next time a mistake happens and I'm going to look for the business lesson and work out why it broke, what went wrong and how we fix it. It's a little bit of a different episode today and it's inspired by a workshop that I'm running this afternoon into a mastermind where so I'm talking this afternoon about leadership and the purpose or the agenda is to inspire everybody just like I want to inspire you today to really lean into this powerful graceful authentic version of leadership which isn't a big shift from where you are right now but it does require an increased level of consciousness, an increased level of intentionality about the way you're going about your day and the way you're interacting with your team. And when this becomes your new norm, because like everything, it's just getting into a little bit of a rhythm. It's learning how to ask questions in a different way, give feedback in a new way, you know, stay emotionally stable, build the right systems, you know, not hold on too tight to people. It's just a new thing that needs to be learned. And for most entrepreneurs, they need support with this. I'd love to hear from you what's landed today. If any of those leadership styles that I talked about, which are totally normal in that transitionary period, if you're acting like any of those, and if any of these elements of powerful, graceful leadership that I've spoken about feel too out of your reach, or you really connect with them and think, yeah, that's what I'm going to focus on. I'd love to hear from you. 
So jump over to Instagram and send me a direct message or you can reach out to, to us on email over at hello at paulamaidens.com. And as always, if you've enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to subscribe, follow, you know, screenshot it, share it on socials, tag me in. If you feel like sharing what's landed publicly, I'd love that. Otherwise, drop me a private message. Thank you so much for listening today. Have a beautiful week and I'll talk to you next week. 